Welcome to Reality House, the new name for Scotland and now England's number one podcast. We decided against Wheeler Norville and the Wikipedos and decided to name it after the Dance Floor Classic by Lemmy featuring Gordon Strachan. And I found out how much he was earning. He has no chance. People don't realise him. From 30 Europe, you've got another 40 years to live. And uh, you need to have some investments um, to be able to allow you to live that time. <laughs> Found out how much he was earning. He has no chance. People don't realise him. From we used to play this quite often. It, 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 like uni. it was a good time. And, uh, and, uh, and you need to have some investments um, to be able to uh, allow you to live that time. And I found out how much he was earning. He has no chance. People don't realise him. And it goes on like that. If you want to check it out, it's on SoundCloud. Lemme forward slash reality house, um, which is now our new name. Um, you happy with that as a as a title? I mean, I, I love I love the name. I think I think Reality House sort of like sums up what we are in the fact that like we do need some investments for the future, and yet we're squandering them. <laughs> like, it's, 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 a, it's a constant reminder of the th- and, but we also are fun like techno. So it's like we're we're a slow beat of techno against the grim, crushing reality of of our own of our own nature. So. We are much like Reality House, uh, needing to put it away for the next 40 years. So, yeah. Excellent. Uh, we've not recorded in over a month now, I think. Um, I've been kind of in a cycle of, of cans, become well-known at the off-license. So I've come out of that, I think. It's, I, I'm, I haven't quite gone down the, the can route as you. Like, Have you gone to the point where you now know the difference between uh, Tisky and Zizzawick? Is that like how deep you went? No, man, I'm, I'm like a tenants, a can of tenants is my staple, man. Um, we've got to the point where I walked into the off-license, we know... The one, one of the ones just you walk in, it's just glass. It was like COVID secure before the fucking pandemic even started. And then two out of the three uh, attendants in there, like all like middle-aged women all knew just to give me 12 great attendants <laughs> as soon as I walked in. That was like... And, and you were masked. So you entered there <laughs> like... You were, well, to be fair, people, they, they're used to people entering their masks, which is why they've got the stab-proof glass up to begin with. They're like... <laughs> You were the one that they liked. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, at least it wasn't K-Cider. Like, that's because one of my mates, uh, shout out to Handsome Luke, uh, always used to get K-Cider because it was the strongest, most sickly thing you can get at any offy. He'd bowl up in there and, like, they'd give him a can of K. We were, like, K-Cider punks outside of, like, Old Blue Last, drinking K-Cider before we go in because we couldn't afford pints in Old Blue Last for the free shows. And until... Some old lady comes up to us. Cider was up right next to him. This old woman in a complete top to bottom duffer coat goes, Oh, is that K Cider? <laughs> I drink K. I've drank K every day of my life. And he just looked at it, the syrupy bastard, and threw it in the bin. <laughs> it's just like, fucking hell. I was like, Luke, that's going to be you. <laughs> Okay, I'm sure it was the crack they got a voice like that. I'm not, you know, so don't sue us, Case Cider. I'm sure you're, you're very good health values. Case Cider is a sponsor in a second. If you're out there, Case absolutely Case Cider. Our, our um, sort of listenership are definitely the type of people that would drink Case Cider. So. Yeah, I, I, no, to be fair, Case Cider, I'm going to mention you a lot throughout this podcast. <laughs> So you should at least send us a couple of crates each, and I will. I'll, we will do a video special of us smashing the fuck out of them. Case <laughs> yeah, I absolutely. And tenants, while you're at it, I'll take you as well. And hobgoblin, hobgoblin, <laughs> you've got spare money. You yeah. need people to people. People only know what you are because of like you're always in the warm section of the beer aisles on a takeaway thing. Hobgoblin, <laughs> no one else knows you are. You can't compete with Trooper Ale. You can't compete with <laughs> Iron Maiden. Iron Maiden stepped you. You think old people are going to fucking choose you over Iron Maiden? They're fucking ninety percent Iron Maiden. You need us. You fucking need us, Hobgoblin. Gumby's like variety though too. Um, they need like they like five bands and they also like five beers. Five bands, five beers, yeah. and uh, on a swift rotation, each one complaining about how the last one was better. <laughs> <laughs> what have you been doing with yourself? You bought a house, so you've obviously been busy. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I like, there's two ways you can go in lockdown. Like you can, you can sort of you can hit yeah, the cans like me. <laughs> yeah, like. 
I've I've turned into a prick. Like, I've just, <laughs> I, I brought a road bike. I brought I brought a flat. I brought a road bike. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I stopped drinking for ages. Like I've that's come off. I've quit the packet. Um, again, that's that's that's. I mean, I've not had a. a I've not had to be at a boxing night. So <laughs> but I, I haven't put it to a. You've got a lot of boxing nights. Mate, boxing nights are like the. Mate, when I come down to visit, if there's a boxing night on, I'm fucking doing that. Oh no, mate! I, th- I think um, AJ is playing, um, is doing Fury in like a couple of months in like July. Come up for that. Right. Come up for that. That'll be a big one. And like we, we can do like say so we can time that up with uh, some shows or something. Yeah, yeah. We'll um, do some gigs. We'll do some podcasts. Yeah, do, do some gigs. Do some podcasts. Like podcasts in the same room. And then, yeah, like definitely, definitely come for one of the boxy nights because, like, we start the night by getting together, putting our arms around each other, singing the rightfully cancelled R. Kelly's World's Greatest for in full, telling everybody to shut their eyes. Uh, and then, as the walkout comes, we perfectly legally distribute a powder between us that we have to then do each round until. Uh, the round is over or we are over and that is it and then it, it just ends up going all night and all into the next morning We, if we can we'll go to the pub the day, the, for the first orders if <laughs> not uh, then you just write it off and uh, so like, you end up with... next time are you? <laughs> absolutely fucking not nah <laughs> yeah have you been going out to pubs a lot? I, I mean we only opened like two weeks ago but I think I've been on nearly half the nights I've been to pubs or restaurants Oh, that's pretty good. No, yeah. I haven't really. Like, sort of. I, I think part of like the moving and stuff. I've been busy, but I've I've been out in London twice, and I've been to pub around here twice in people's gardens a couple of times. But that's it, really. I really, really haven't been out much at all. Like, I I was a Thursday, Friday, Saturday guy, and now I like I've literally if if I've got one big thing, that'll be it. So, mm-hmm. but we've been open for a little while. I haven't really done any weeknight. Pints at all. Like my mate's um, birthday, I cycle like where I just went to the gym, like the cycle pass, and like, but he was like, come over for some beers. But like, I've got to actually be in the office tomorrow. So, like, <laughs> there's no way. Are you still working from home a lot? Or? Yeah, pretty much the whole time. Like, yeah, I'm so- only, yeah, I'm in the office tomorrow, and then I'll pretty much just work from the work from uh, work from here for the rest of the time, which is another reason I definitely needed a flat. Yeah. Um, as much as I love my brothers and stuff, and like you know, like shared houses and stuff when you're working from home, not ideal. But yeah, man, like, what about you? Like, uh, how have the restaurants and stuff been? How's it been out there and stuff? Are you outside as well? Because that's been shit, nearly dying of hypothermia. Yeah, just because you have a Big Mac. We can go inside to eat, but you have to stay outside if you're going to drink. Um, that's bizarre <laughs> yeah it's like they, they can trust Scottish people to drink in the cold but not into um, and indoors but they've just won more more votes than they ever have so people love this I think I think people in Scotland particularly love um, having a curfew on, on alcohol sales but uh, it's really nice to have these extra rules in place that's what we want from our glorious leader Nicholas Jardine yeah she has won more votes than she's ever won before I say she she has in my constituency I didn't vote yeah <laughs> just lost off it <laughs> yeah no like it's same with like, Tories and stuff here as well it's like they absolutely cleaned up like there's so much and then like and the more and more they clean up the more they say stuff like oh actually do you know what you're going to have to start uh, carrying cards if you want to vote and you're going to have to start getting checked and you have and then and everyone's just like well this is fine it's just rules it's just rules <laughs> yeah and all like, the old people have been they're the ones that vote for the Tories <laughs> mate honestly I think there's like a huge section in society that like that miss having like rules from their childhood and just I mean I mean like so I mean obviously some people will will feel it's the right thing to do to to follow everything stringently but people like like to parade the fact that they're obeying the rules and yeah they like people to see on social media it's like take a selfie with a mask on you like come on like everyone knows you took the mask off immediately after and then what <laughs> that next to your friend and had a picnic like stop trying to fucking pretend you were socially distanced for a whole walk <laughs> it's yeah it's the same thing with like yeah exactly everybody like everybody breaks broke it every now and again but it's like the same thing with um like when people go uh 
oh, right, well, they're going to start, the like, government are going to start spying on you. They, they, they want to have access to like, your phone records and they want to have access to your, you know, uh, the snooping charter and stuff like that. Doesn't that worry you? And you get people to go like, well, I've got nothing to hide. <laughs> you know, it's you saying, I'm never going to be important enough for the government to want to frame me. Yeah, but like, it's just like... Why do you? If it doesn't, why does it not bother you to give you all your information for somebody? Like, yeah, why should they're sleazy cunts? Yeah, it's like why else? Like, they don't just need it to fight terrorism, you know. They're selling it to appetizers. So it's like, oh, it doesn't matter to me. Oh, they can read all my messages. It's not like I'm getting up to much. So like, is your life that dull that <laughs> you don't mind? Like, that there's some guy at Walkers right now laughing his fucking head off because like some nude that you sent some bird, <laughs> and now he's gonna go like, oh, look at the size of his dick. They're sending some poor pork scratchings and some poor prawn cocktail. Look at him. He's a prawn cocktail eating motherfucker. If I've ever seen one. Like, it doesn't, like, just kind of fucking hell, stand up for yourself a little bit. Stop giving them so much power. So like, I just, like, got these new earbuds, uh, Galaxy Buds that came free with my new phone. And, like, to set them up on the app on my phone, it was like, yeah, we need access to your calendar, your contacts, and your call logs. I'm like, why do, why do you need this for earphones? But it wouldn't let me set it up. Otherwise, I'd just like, take it. So I'm, I'm, just, like, I'm a hypocrite, let's be honest. We all are. Yeah, 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 yeah I was going to say, you, you, you let your... You let the fact that you, you let the fact that you didn't want a cable between your head and your ears mean that Apple could could literally come through all of your call and calendar. So they're just like, he goes, "Oh, the beats are sick." They're like, and then suddenly you just hear a voice in your ears like, "You're late for your appointment, Ian." <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so creepy. But I mean, it's, that is what it is. It's the way of the world. I, I mean, I prefer them having my information to the government though, because. At least they have everyone in the world's information. Like, yeah, too much. Like the, oh, man, the UK man. government just don't like young people, you know. And yeah, spying anyone that's going to be us. If if Boris, if you are listening, and I'm sure you've got a lot of free time. He does. He tweets <laughs> no, about it. Have you never seen. It? He does tweet about it. Like he's always all like oh, the boys on reality house. That's why. That's why left. We had to get Victorian. Yeah, I love how they like. There were people saying that, like, well. Uh, late, look, I voted the, for the the Conservative because, like, we, uh, you know, the late they always want the Labour vote round here, and um, you know, uh, they've just closed our courts and um, they've just closed this, and it's like that's not Labour that's doing that; they're not in power. Like, <laughs> it's like there are people who always go the woke left, the woke left are like controlling everything. I'm like, we haven't had a left government since 2007. Like, yeah. and even that wasn't really a left government, was it? Yeah, and even then, it was like it, that was that was New Labour. That was yeah. that was that was or or Coke light. It was conservative light. That's all it was. But um, yeah. and he's trying to go more and more right wing now as well. But old Tony Wait, there. Hello. Why do the English media seem to think it, like Labour's failings are all to do with Jeremy Corbyn rather than the current leader who's been a leader yeah. for a year? You know what I mean? It is. It is. It's also uh, who like abstained on every single like view and like every like major issue and stuff like and says and basically has said. Well, I agree with the Conservatives on everything. I just don't think they should be in power. Like, it's like it doesn't mean... The, the only, like, successful Labour candidate or the, that I've noticed anyway was the the, the Mayor of Manchester, who's, like, a like yeah. one of the people type guy that's trying to be fairly left, I guess. I don't know, I don't really follow Manchester's politics, but he seems to be... Fuck my... His other thing was, as well, like, the fact that um, he asked for... Uh, like obviously they've been paying taxes and everything, but they they were locked down and they were not given the same amount of money Manchester as everybody else to lock down. Yeah. And so their businesses and their people were not given a fair amount of money. And in response to that, being asked for more money, the Conservative government withheld and actually reduced the amount they were giving them for them to get through lockdown. And then they were blaming them for getting sick and going out because obviously nobody was being paid to go home and everything. But then again, then they're still getting more and more. It's like the people who voted against them, they do stuff like that too, where they will like literally start targeting them. But we'll keep giving them power. Like, well, I'd do that if I was in power and they didn't vote for me. Oh, well, why should I help them? It's like that's. I don't think you understand what government is. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think you think that everything is a favors system based on you and your <laughs> mate. Like, like it's not what that is. <laughs> but yeah, it's like 
people think because uh, there's like a there's I don't know there'll be a trans Batman or something like should we have a trans Batman will be in the news they, they'll think that they're like I've got to get rid of the government like that's doing this it's like it's not the government that's doing this it's people that are doing this it's like Stop voting against an enemy that doesn't exist. Would it be Nobody bat, cares. Would it be bad person or bad trend? Uh, it, it, <laughs> it'd be bad trend. It'd be they bad. Bad they. No, 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 no. And the Joker would use their, like, their dead name. And that's like his big joke. <laughs> um. So today we're talking about kings and queens, um, but I want to ask you, what is your opinion on the monarchy in, in the UK? We will never be royals, right? Wouldn't it be great if it, I came out as a massive royalist? Like, <laughs> fucking just like, I just went over and brought over my fucking, like, you know, the like China sets. You know, they always said that like the millennials waste money on fucking avocado toast and shit like that. And like that we waste money on gigs and going out too much. Have you been to a nan's house? A nan's house has got fucking China with the queen's face on it from dick to fucking elbow. And they've got those tiny little statues of frogs and shit and like little statues of like golden retrievers. Nan's houses are covered in shit. Mum's houses is covered in shit. And we're the ones who are wasting money. Bollocks, uh, but no, I'm not a fan. <laughs> not a fan of the Royals. Um, no. Fuck the Royals. Uh, <laughs> and like, I mean, they they would make more money as private landowners than they do as um, a public service is a thing that gets banded around a lot um, in our country. Like, yeah. people absolutely shag the Queen and everything. They go like, well... <laughs> She owns all this land, and if what you would rather that we paid her for it, I went, no, I'd rather we took it off. <laughs> like, what, what the fuck are you on about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just like give it back to just distribute it amongst everyone. You know what I mean? Um, I don't really like the idea of inherited wealth anyway. I mean, you should be able to pass on something to your kids, like you know, your so, house and like a decent amount of money, but like when it gets to like fucking passing down state titles and, and like this fairy tale bullshit from like when people used to have to fight for their king or queen or they would be put to death it's just it's really uh, fast plus I live in Glasgow which is like weirdly like has a lot of loyalists in it um, that support the team I support so people often think I'm a loyalist or a monarchist um, which is kind of annoying because there's so many so many of us that just see it as a bit Bit dumb these days, but then you also you're you're going to the games and you're listening to all these people that are God save it, and you're like Jesus Christ, this is cringy. Then God save <laughs> you've actually got a voice for that. Long live our noble queen, God save our queen. Yeah, it's drums into the English like we can put on that voice no matter what. Um, <laughs> Britannia, Britannia rules the waves. Britain's ships shall never, never be slaves. And yet, we deny a role in the slave trade. It's in the song. It's in the fucking song. <laughs> we know about it. We were part of it. Oh, yeah, we were like main but players. <laughs> That's another thing conservatives are trying to do. They say that, like, they're trying to preserve British culture or stop people being, like, turned against Britain by, like, uh, stopping universities from teaching alternative... Uh, views of how Britain should be perceived and stuff. So they're stopping them talking about like our role in the slave trade and things. They're like, well, focus on the positives. Ah, that's scary. Like, you should, you know, focus on the positives of what we did in slave trade. Like, well, we let them go. <laughs> Once we were done with them, we let them go. <laughs> it, wouldn't, yeah. it wouldn't hide, it wouldn't hide hair, that wouldn't hold water in court if you'd like, if, if you've done a if you've done a mischief on somebody that like, well I let him go after I was done with him it's like <laughs> not exactly but yeah um, do you think got, like uh, once the queen dies that will uh, that that the be the public support will shift away from from the monarchy because I think especially down south and a lot of people in Scotland as well to be fair really still want them to be there um, weirdly enough I think um, so there's a thing that do you know about White House, uh, no, um, London Bridge Has Fallen? The, the song? No, uh, so London Bridge Has Fallen is a plan uh, that's in place. It's public. 
um, now because it was leaked, uh, and it's what they will do with the Queen Dice. And they've they've gone down, they've sat down and had like a proper thoughts into the ramifications it would have and everything and like how people would react. So the first thing they do is they basically will put out a a message that will say that there's going to be something of national importance and there'll be like radio silence and everything. They'll go, they won't let us know for like two or three days while they plan the funeral. So apparently her death will be secret for at least two to three days before we are told. <laughs> there will be a period of five day national mourning. So we get five days off. Mm-hmm. Five five days off of Bank Holiday, and then the Queen goes. So Monday to Friday. So you're actually getting eight days off. No, yeah, well, I, I, days don't off. Know, I don't. I don't know how it works. <laughs> I know, like because like, people work weekends, man. It, she's got a, she's got a Diamond Jubilee next year, which is already a three day weekend. If she goes, then that's ten days. Mate, that's ten days. Mate, I could come down. I could come down to London. We could like record oh, yeah. fucking ten podcasts. <laughs> Oh my god, <laughs> fucking sick. Do you remember, think how good it'd be as well? Like, because the, there'll be a guy who will stand on the table in the weather spoons and go, God save the queen and drink, and everyone will drink and they will all mean it. And nobody will be being sarcastic. They'll mean it because they'll be like properly feeling the queen going. But there are people who are 80 years old now, right? Who like six, no, sorry, 60 year old men, old men whose whole life the queen has been on the throne. Mm-hmm. People who have Born, had their whole adult life, and are now like shuffling around, sort of stuff. In their whole adult life, there has been one person throne. So there's there's been one consistent character in British life. But one almost, person on the coins. Yeah, one person on the coins for like three generations. Like most of the people who had <coughs> who had the queen, uh, the king, in their lives are dead now. Like the, the so like most people have only known one. I reckon that when she goes. Like they'll hold on out of respect, but I think Australia will finally drop the um, the British principality off of their flag. Canada will do it, and I think a few of the other like Channel Islands and stuff uh, will probably drop as well. A lot of them have been wanting to do it, and I think genuinely, I, I know as weird as it might be, I think that that's sort of a symbolic thing, and there is a certain level of respect for her overseas as well. So I think when she goes there, I think we'll lose a lot of the sort of the last vestige of the empire that like a lot of it's symbolic now anyway, like that, like Canada's queen is our queen and like, uh, but yeah, there's like loads of like protocols that they're going to do, like to make a big song and dance about it. And that's before like, there's even the talk of like who gets coronation and shit. What about you? Do you like, what about in Scotland? What, Cause obviously you guys, your Royal family and our Royal family, even though they were warring, most of it have ended up shagging a lot as well so much like the British and English relationship and most relationships I've had <laughs> fighting and fucking <laughs> um, yeah I think like well, I mean it depends who it is because if it's like if it's Prince Charles becomes the king then like I don't think a lot of people like him um, oh. and like if it's him it's him for ages then like support for it might wane a bit I don't know it depends on it depends like what sort of media spins put on it and stuff though because like after the Queen dies there'll probably be like loads of there'll probably be like way more discussion about it because right now it's just kind of accepted as the status quo and has mm. been forever but like there'll be more discussion about it I don't know um, maybe younger people probably care about it less and less as time goes on so it's like I don't know. I don't know many people my age, but the people that I know my age probably wouldn't be the type that would be like mad royal obsessives anyway. You know what I mean? Um, like, I think they should probably get rid of it. It's, they should, I think they should get rid of it immediately. But like, it just yeah. it's whether there's like whether it fucks like public opinion up too much because there's already been so many things happen. It's just like, do you really want to start a pot again? <laughs> they start with the. I think. I think if the the crown hadn't come out on Netflix, they they. They definitely wouldn't have any clout left. I don't yeah. reckon the Queen would have even been able to remarry if the crown hadn't come out. But now she's got that crown heat. So she <laughs> could remarry. She could. She, she got herself like a toy boy. Yeah. <laughs> I, I want her to do, I want her to do what um, Queen, um, Queen Victoria did and just get a young, like, hot, Asian, intelligent, like, manservant and just be like, I'm like nearly 70 now and I'm absolutely massive and like the, the, the love of my life's been dead and I'm in a depressive state. 
I'm just going to fuck all these hot, young Indian toy boys and just have a great time. And this is her time. Is that what what Victoria did? Yeah, yeah, they did. Like, there's a film about it as well. Um, They make it more respectful than, like, (laughs) that. But um, you just made it sound like some sort of like fucking morbidly obese bukkake. Yeah. <laughs> she, she was she was the coconut cream in the tikka masala. <laughs> oh god! <laughs> you ever think about how easy bukkake is for the woman? She just has to sit there. Yeah, well, I mean, it's easy physically, but I mean, <laughs> once after I the first say- load and when it's starting to cool down, and then the next one comes, and they just keep coming and coming. <laughs> Like, yeah, it would. It, it's it's the uh, it's the not knowing when the needle's going to drop. That's I think that's, that's <laughs> where you're sitting there like. Oh. <laughs> I think that's probably where half the thrill comes from. That's definitely where the, well, the yeah that and being like being used as a Krispy Kreme. <laughs> <laughs> you ever been involved in a bikaki? No, I, I haven't. I haven't. I've, it, it's never come up. <laughs> like, but I reckon. I reckon I could do it. I reckon I'd get competitive though. I'd start looking at all the other dicks. Not the size thing, just how quick or how long. I like because <laughs> nobody wants to be the last guy at the bukkake, but nobody wants to be the first either. What, 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 what is the right level of bukkake to have? See, there's here? seven of you, the Queen Victoria. You and yeah. like seven Asian lads. <laughs> yeah. Whereabouts do you want and to be? The in seven that? Asian army cannot hold us back. <laughs> which, which, what position do you want to be in the lane? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what's really weird about this is that I would quite like to get her in the back of the head. I'm picturing up. <laughs> <laughs> I know everyone else. Well, you want to get? You want, well. you want to make a crowd of your own? <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm not getting the face either. There will all there will be there will be somebody from one of the other British principalities in there. There'll be like somebody from like um, from like one of the Channel Islands. He'll get to the front. I know that, and I I reckon I can fit in quite comfortably behind the back of her head. <laughs> Because like, you know every time she puts the crown on afterwards, you just be like, I did that. <laughs> crown jewels my ass. I've done my own crown jewels. <laughs> oh, fuck the queen. Um, would you fuck the queen, the current one, now? She's single? Uh, she's, uh, I mean, like, are, you, are we talking like a, would it be some sort of like business transaction where I get like land or it just be like where I fuck the queen yeah you get you get um, you'll get Balmoral for it Balmoral what's, what's that happening or just a place it's just a, it's uh, her car it's her home in Scotland and it's she built pyramids in the garden you wish to check it out one time yeah 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 um, I thought I, 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 it you can you just go there I, don't know. I can't yeah. imagine you just walk in you can go through the grounds and stuff. Um, uh, you get Leicester. Leicester? All of Leicester. Including the, the football team? Yeah, you get Leicester's football team as well. Yeah, I'd probably do that, Lee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Leicester? Got Leicester are flying at the moment. <laughs> yeah. You quite like, literally have one to lie back and think wouldn't you? Um, plus, it might bring an end to the monarchy if she has a heart attack. So. Yeah, that would... She can come and go at the same time. That'd be pretty good. <laughs> Richard Pryor. <laughs> hey, Richard Pryor. Ladies and gentlemen. Wait, do you like know how many times I've seen that recently? Like, it's become it's become just a a thing for like Dom and other pilot can run sometimes. He'll just put on like Richard Pryor or Patrice O'Neill when we're like up till six, seven in the morning flying, and yeah. it's uh, and it's great, man. I mean, I'll barely I, 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 I used to put him on before I go to bed and stuff, man. Like, I, yeah. uh, it just that routine, that whole routine of like uh, live at the Sunset Strip is is like, um, it's. I mean, he's the genius for me. Like, I, I mean, I, I always like. I wish I could be like Richard Pryor. Like, I wish I could do comedy like that because it's just so. Effortlessly clever, fucking so good. But yeah, it's the it's the, it's the one line is mixed in with the stories as well. That's the thing I do try and do now as well. Like yeah. if I get bored, I'll throw out some one liners and then I'll go back into a story. Like, there's no like what you you forget how hard it is to do stuff like that. Like not right for me, mate. I've been I've been doing a new boy. I've been writing loads this pandemic, man. Like, yeah, yeah. Although like the the last few weeks, I've just been like getting pissed and like writing all night is great. Like I'm like Bukowski. But, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're, you're you're Bukowski. I'm more of a Karawak myself. Like <laughs> I, I don't know that reference, man. Who's that? I'm a, I'm pretty poorly read. <laughs> <laughs> a Karawak and Bukowski are friends. Like one of 
Kelsey was an actual uh, writer and Karawak's the guy who used to drive the car and fuck all their mates and have loads of bisexual sex with everybody. <laughs> <laughs> but he also got a book out. He got, but he only got one book out. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he sounds like yeah, a fun guy, man. I mean, I've, I've watched great. Reading those books, but I have been, I've been writing Honors of Stand Up, man. Um, I hope it's good. You kind of get, you, you get in a mid, mid where you think everything's amazing, but. Oh, yeah, I, do, yeah, I know. An open mic, and you're like, oh, Jesus. Yeah. I, I, I get that sometimes with open mic stuff as well. It's like, it's, as well, you've got to remember with open mic stuff, is sometimes it's the, like, it's, you've caught the wrong crowd and stuff for it. Oh, there's there's a joke, yeah, there's a joke you'll do that. There's a joke you you could do that'd be flying with like a room full of students or flying with a room full of like proper geezers. Mm-hmm. But you might get like, you know, I, I did a whole routine once, so I didn't get a single thing. And then I was as I went off stage, I just t- come back on and went, sorry, sorry. Do any of you speak English? And they were like, no. <laughs> they were all like backpackers who'd been brought upstairs. <laughs> and I was like, no, I, like I said, Does it, I said, do you know what a giraffe is? And she went, no. I was like, there is no point in me doing this. <laughs> like, if you don't know what a giraffe is. <laughs> <laughs> They're not going to try to get like the rim key in that. And you're just. <laughs> yeah. You get- I think in the end, I just started rapping. I just asked them to like make up, give me words and stuff because I was like, they don't, they understand what sound is. Like, <laughs> they'll know it's a show then. That, that's, that's ingenious. <laughs> have you got anything booked in for like gag ways? Yeah, I have. Uh, I've got a couple of things like if they happen um, in like the next month. Um, yes. So I'm, I'm trying to sort of like rehearse and practice again. I'm just going to, I've got like a load of like old and trone stuff. I'm just going to like try and make a decent set that I want to do like just like what feels like a nice performance I want to get like comfortable performing again because there was like a lot a couple of times prior to this I'd like one of my best gigs ever and I had to, like and then just before that I had like whenever I bring mates to shows and do pubs around here and shit like I never bothered with it and I got really shit faced and I did a really bad shot and then it just put me in like a bad oh, I just don't want to do it anymore and then it was like oh no actually like when I don't have a drink and I actually do a performance and stuff and, like I make and don't just get on there and try and remember the jokes, then it, it works. So, yeah, I want to get back get, get back a feel of uh, being on stage and shit and playing with people and not just... Um, so that's why... And then I'll start trying some some of the new stuff out in, in those nice little moments and yeah, little poems and shit like that. We got some... I've got some stuff for Prince Philip we can go into, or we can... Have you got something uh, you want to go? No, 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 go do, do feel... Everybody loves so, Paul. Prince Philip wasn't a king or queen, but like Paul Rogers, he has been a new queen. Um, yeah. <laughs> so last time we did an episode, uh, we did Trump tweets, which are real or no real. Uh, now, so the original Donald Trump would be the Duke of Edinburgh. So we're going to look at a bunch of things Duke said, and you're going to tell me if they're real or no real. Okay, so... Aren't most of you descended from pirates? He inquired to an island or well in the Cayman Islands in 1984. Oh, that's real. That's true. Yeah, you're right. Which is funny because the English made pirates. Do you know that? Like, we gave we we needed uh, we gave licenses to um, to people to rob Spanish ships, um, and we called them like I think we called them like uh, like profiteers or something like that. And then we got them to go out and like basically rob Spanish ships. And then they were like, we said, okay, well, thanks for helping us win the war. You can't do that anymore. And they were like, do you know what? We're gonna keep robbing ships because we fucking love it, and it was our fault. <laughs> it was our fault that pirates happened. And then they made a theme park right about it, and then they made the film Pirates of the Caribbean, which really romanticised the whole thing. And I then love- Johnny Depp got to the height of his career, and then Johnny Depp went, well, "What if I actually was Captain Jack Sparrow?" <laughs> what the character started playing him, and he was just like, "Do you know what? I I think I can drink." A glass of a bottle of wine a day, every day, and I should be able to do it. And I can dress like that: fifty scarf, <laughs> ninety eyeliner. Do you know what this is? This Mate, is you're fun. Just, I reckon that's me in like fifteen years, honestly. It's you now if you put the eyeliner on. Crack <laughs> open the rum. Just about, yeah. yeah. You'd rather be Jack Sparrow though than than like uh, Orlando Bloom in that film. My name is Orlando Bloom, and I'm a blacksmith in every film I've been in. <laughs> I was in two of the largest movies of all time, and I've not had a good film career since. He did get to have sex with Kieran Knightley in it, though. And, uh, and uh, Katy Perry in real life. Yeah. 
I had the biggest crush on Keira Knightley when I was a little kid, like from watching that film and Love Actually. I was just like, damn. Uh, I met the guy, I met her husband because I was friendly with, I, I met and had gone out with a few times one of the Claxons and the other guy in the Claxons <laughs> is her husband. So I, I, it's a weird, I think I said to him like, um, oh no, 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 there wasn't to him, no. I love, there was a joke that I made to, um, I'll have to say it now. There was a joke I made to Kate Nash, which I oh, no, actually don't, I, I can't do this. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's quite a sexist joke. But like I said to Kate Nash, um, I didn't realise you had such beautiful music and lot beside you. What is it like to fuck Ryan Jarman of the Cribs? Uh, <laughs> that's that's so naughty. Nobody's going to get it anyway. Nobody knows who. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm kind of lost. I wasn't a big indie guy back in the day. I don't, I don't yeah. mean indie now, but like at that stage, I was sort of like, I fucking love metal. <laughs> I love metal. And that kind of shit, you know. Yeah. And you had all you like. I mean, to be fair, like you know, the only thing with like metal bands is you never bump into metal bands anywhere. No. Like indie bands, they're they're in every pub. You'll find it if you <laughs> throw a stone in. And then you'll bump into somebody who's been in a mildly successful indie band in the mid noughties. <laughs> Metal bands, that's all like LA and shit, isn't it? Like fucking... Yeah. Which is ironic because they wear a lot of leather. It's got to be hot. Aye. Uh, do they? Do you still throw spears at each other? Yeah, I still <laughs> Deeply racist, man. That one. Uh, yeah, that's not... Yeah, I know he said that. He, that's not a good one, is it? No, no, and none of these are good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, but like he didn't go into that thinking that was a joke. That was the weird thing about it. There must have been like, like where was he coming from, other than to be an insulting prick? Like, I think at that point though, because he's what is he, royal consort? He's just kind of like, I don't have a real job, do I? <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I'm going to play up because I'm never going to be like the song I just can't wait to be king from the Lion King was his whole life oh, I just can't wait to be king but never like just that whole song but not the bit where he got to be Mufasa yeah plus he had a childhood of like surrounded by Nazis in fact here yeah, yeah, this one this one's great um, oh, I would like to go to Russia very much although the bastards murdered half of my family <laughs> I've written a very heated period in history in 1967. Nah, that can't be real. That is real. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, man. Yeah. Is that, was that with the, like, the Rasputin pushing stuff? Um, I, I guess so. I don't know, man. Like His family did have... If his family were like mostly Nazis, I think. I mean, I don't know a whole lot about the royals, but I have heard this. So, yeah, Rasputin, like the royal family in, like, in Russia... Because um, all the royal families are connected to each other, mm-hmm. um, that was what like one of the things that started World War One is that a monk, mad monk Rasputin, started allegedly shagging one of the uh, princesses as he was brought in to be a faith healer to her, and everybody said that he had too much influence and that he was bewitching the family, um, and they shot him, bashed him over the head with a, a mallet after poisoning him. Um, but like, so they poisoned him and he didn't kill him. They shot him which, and then he attacked them. So they beat him with a club. Then they wrapped him in a carpet and they threw the carpet in the river and um, they found his body a few weeks, months later, not drowned, not died from a, a bullet wound, but he had died of hypothermia because he'd survived all that and just and tried to walk back to the mainland mm-hmm. like naked. And then, like, yeah, he died, and he was some head case. And uh, then they assassinated most of the royal family, and yeah. And his dick's in a museum somewhere, so that's probably what Prince Philip wanted to go visit. So you can go and see it because he's got, he had a massive dick, and they were like, "Well, this proves that he was in league with the devil." And they cut his dick off <laughs> because, and this weren't that long ago. This like they had steamboats, they had planes. They were like, this man's magic dick is what's going to cause the war. <laughs> Fucking royals. Yeah, I think you know more about this than me. I'm very well informed. I like anybody, who, anybody who's listening to this knows that I got half of that wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um, here's one. 
Is it a strip club? He asked, which when meeting a female sea cadet who told the prince she worked in a nightclub in 2009. Oh, true. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> so true. <laughs> but what was he in 2009? Like, fucking 84. <laughs> he doesn't think of himself in terms of age. He thought of himself in terms of how much money he had. <laughs> and he had a lot of money. He could say shit like that to whoever fuck he was. <laughs> Did he not like? Did he not like start? Um, did he not basically groom the queen? Like, is she a cousin? Her. Yeah, yeah. That he's like her little. He's like second cousin, and the uh, he would he would send her letters when she was like a wee girl or like like twelve years old or whatever, and um, sort of basically saying he wanted to be with her and stuff like that. It's kind of kind of weird. Eh? Yeah, that is a bit weird. I mean, I mean, I don't do that to my, any of my cousins really. Um, no man, that that that's the equivalent of like sliding into their DMs today. But like, if they lived in a different country, yeah, you'd met them once when they were younger. <laughs> See, like, it, it, yeah, exactly. Yeah, like to be fair, like you know, a lot of that's like a that's this is the other thing about inherited wealth and inherited position and stuff because like it makes you act up because that man knew he met he met a little girl. But he was very aware that that little girl was going to become very wealthy and be like the ki- a good meal ticket. So he was like, I have to pretend that I fell in love with a child who I am blood related to and I have to play it smooth. And do you know what, Philip, you pulled it off. Well done, old boy. Most people definitely even know that you did the bad thing that you did. You fucking, <laughs> you fucking like, it was like par for the course back then, like, and also the like, no, it wasn't. Like, no, 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 but I'm not, I'm not saying, okay. um, but those, like, I mean, those, um, <coughs> those like aristocrats and stuff, they're mm. they, they, they all got like boarding school and like fucking have like you know, like complete detachment, and they all like this, there was loads of like dodgy sexual shit going on in those schools and stuff. So oh, yeah, yeah. Maybe these fucking lunatics, man. Um, and they got well, all this money. It was probably even worse back then when they didn't have any, like, um, they didn't have, like, the media to fucking keep an eye on them. You know what I mean? I think the other thing, the, the thing that we're taught separately and stuff in schools, like, the thing that really, like, sets us aside from them, that, like, we, and we don't even realise this, and if I tell you this, your brain won't be able to process it as being, like, a problem. But we are taught work together and we are taught that like we're taught to do prob- we're put together in classes to solve problems together. We're put together in groups um, to solve problems. We do team sports. We're sort of like told that, you know, to help each other out if you can. They are told to step on each other and they're told that that is morally right and they could do better. Like, like to cut out from somebody underneath you and basically only help somebody out if you can get something for yourself. Their mindset they're taught like in school is different to the mindset we're taught. And what ours teaches us to be slightly more passive and like not want to step on people to get above. Mm -hmm. Whereas theirs teaches them that that's completely fine and justified. Like, and they know as well that if they do it, they're barely going to piss the person off because that you're just playing a, you're just being slightly better at a game than they are. Like, do you know what I mean? So like for them, like you you could literally, your mate could tell you he's going for a job. You could just go call the place ahead of him and try and uh, say that he's crap at the job and try and nick it yourself and that wouldn't piss him off that would just say to your mate you'd just be like oh we shouldn't have let him know that I was going for the job he's one step ahead of me like rather than it being like completely yeah it's completely fucked up that's how they're taught and uh, like um, both Prince Philip uh, punk singer Frank Turner and who went to uh, Eton and uh, Boris Johnson you have to give a speech to the media justifying um, opening fire on peaceful protesters and you have to and you are and this is this is all like public knowledge that's part of Ian's thing they have to you have to you have to try and persuade the audience that, that you committing genocide or a like executing protesters <laughs> was fine and that's how yeah. you're scored is this like um you know how in debating societies though like and in like European debating championships and stuff they'll have like they'll make them um, debate on positions that they don't really hold like on for the gay rights or whatever like this podcast we both just like argue for points that we oh can't. yeah yeah I don't uh, have any real opinions to be honest I just like it, I just, it just depends on what the other person's saying is how I, I fucking <laughs> <like that. laughs> 
but I like in, in those debating competitions and stuff they'll, they'll have to probably justify stuff like that because it makes it more difficult I don't know whether that's like cherry picking maybe they have to maybe they just do debating and have to justify loads of positions and that's just the one that they pick out because it's like they're evil you know what I mean I'm sure they are evil but um, I just think when you hear things like that it's like eh, could be part of a bigger thing you know? Oh no, it's it's definitely like a debating thing, but like there are the ones they do choose are like specific to the usually like horrid things and mundane yeah. things. But, but I think again, it's like the attitude that you're sort of, really does that. Like, I mean, maybe not in schools. Maybe it's an older thing. I don't know. My pal, my pal Elliot used to do it quite frequently, and but I'm, I kind of half listened to people, so I probably probably remembered some of the things he said. You know, like debating, masturbating, soggy biscuit, eating, tick 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 tick. <laughs> <laughs> Um, here's one. He was in uh, he was in Luton and Dunstable Hospital in 2013, yeah. and he said the Philippines must be half empty. You're all here running the NHS. Uh, he definitely did say that, and Joe, you know what? Like he meant that as an insult, but fucking bless you to all of them. Welcome. Yeah, I used all to the nurses Filipino coming into work. Um, when I when I worked in a care home, it was full of Filipinos. They were lovely. There's a section of Stevenage near our nurse where there's a a big Filipino community because like where where our where hospital are like because all the families obviously have been like home were homes near it and stuff and like loads of my friends and stuff from school like this guy who came here like to my school Kirk Kill who's like ripped amazing musician super like nice dude really good at like everything really good guitarist like really good art like hand artist and stuff like he does like commissions and stuff if anybody's looking to buy something buy something from Kirk he's a very good artist and he's just like good at everything sort of thing and it was just like this super nice dude and it's just like it's just really weird to me that like people would give them like I don't know just giving people shit like stuff like that it's just like I don't know like it, it it's like they're like oh you're all here it's like well yeah cool but they're bringing good stuff it's fine like yeah. <laughs> take your medicine like get your vaccination fucking buy it buy art from my friend like just, just, do you know what I mean it's all fine also like see if you work in care you're, there's not a whole lot of like there's plenty of like white people that want to do it or like people from Scotland that want to do it, but not enough to fill the whole the whole places because like because you just wouldn't have enough. They're always short staffed, you know. You yeah. need like, like you need uh, immigration for, for so much. Um here's one. See, uh, so who's on drugs here? He looks as if he's on drugs. He said of a 14-year-old well at a Bangladeshi youth club in 2002. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've been back with her. No, I haven't. Like, uh, there's no. I said it. He said it. He said it. These, are, these are all real. Yeah, they're all real. <laughs> I was already going to realise. <laughs> um, I'll see if there's any more. There's like twenty-five here in the roll. Oh, they're all they're all gone. Oh, here, here's one. This one's pretty justified, to be honest. He says, "How do you keep the natives off the booze long enough to pass the test?" He asked of a Scottish driving instructor. In- <laughs> <laughs> Savage! <laughs> Keep the natives off the booze. Like, what is? Were they? This guy German? just thought he was at a roast his whole fucking life. He was such a rogue, wasn't he? <laughs> and they're like, I love the fact that even when he was, I mean, it was he was in his like late eighties and stuff when he was like crashing cars and shit. So that that came back on him. Like, it, it, he was like driving up into the. I mean, like this is the thing about like acquired wealth. But they don't like. Do you know the thing that I find really interesting is, did you know that for every sprog that William and Kate pop out, um, it knocks Prince Harry down one in his line for the throne? So, like, for every kid that William and Kate have, that's one more space removed Prince Harry is. They've had three. They are one kid away from that guy having a fucking mohawk and just, like, I mean, people giving him shit for going and getting a Netflix career. That baby just knocked him down at like another three people need to die before he gets that crown. He's not getting it. He doesn't care. Yeah, Get they, the next deal. They share the same private jet though, so it could happen. Do they? Do they? <laughs> I would assume so. They're a family. Yeah, oh, they definitely send them off separate. Mum and dad do not, they are not in the same thing. <laughs> They'll see them when they land and they'll see them when they go to bed. They've got, uh, a, they've got a plane that's just a fucking like uh, soft play centre. They just throw them in there and never talk to them. <laughs> I, I reckon it's probably, it's 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 a cold, like, like filled with velvet, filled with gold trim. They want to play with stuff, but they're like, no, that is a traditional part of the plane set. You must sit and be quiet. Do your numbers. And that's why they all grow up absolutely fucking broken. 
Oh, you me today. <laughs> it's, it, it's not your birthday. <laughs> um, if it has four legs and it's not a fire, if it has two wings and flies, but it's not <laughs> And if it is, a, and if it swims, and it's not a submarine, the Cantonese will eat it. Yes. <laughs> That's terrible, isn't it? I mean, it's 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 not great. <laughs> this is from a man who's probably eaten a lot of caviar, grouse, and like some off kilter shit that you and I haven't eaten. Yeah, he's I mean, like, like a fucking sacrificed child or something. At some point, there, you don't get to be ninety nine without swallowing at least one soul. You try it. <laughs> They've got weird books. They've got weird cults and shit. You're telling me he didn't once go to a ritual where they tried it? Because even if somebody told you you were doing it in passing, you'd be like, well, I'd go along and see if it worked. <laughs> didn't bloody work, did it? Well, this is one for the pile. <laughs> <laughs> Have you got any quick kings or queens you want to tell me about? Um, uh, the, the one that I was... Uh, the, the ones I found quite interesting was like, did you know there's been only been 17 assassinations of, uh, of a king or queen? It's only like historically, and that's including the Scottish royal family. There's only been 17 people who were killed. Uh, my favourite ones were like... That's, that's quite a lot, given like the, the, the most recent ones lasted 60 years. Yeah, they don't usually do that. No, I know, yeah. I know. <laughs> I've seen Game of Thrones. Yeah, it's a rule of defeat. Yeah. So, like, was um, I think Prince Richard the First got a red hot iron poker put up his ass, which is not ideal because he was like, I think sort of like I think they'd implied like the rumor is like that he was gay, so they did it being, uh, like as a way of like punishing him for being gay. But I think it's since sort of come out that they just did it. And then they were like, and then also we can discredit him because we're now in power. <laughs> so we can make it look like we did so good. Um, but like, yeah, and like Prince, um, like Scotland versus like England, obviously uh, Mary, Queen of Scots versus uh, Queen Anne. Um, they were cousins that sort of like battled for ages and she was eventually put down here in England after being like held in captivity for like, and then still, like, still, her son was taken away from her and given a position in the in the royal court. So this yeah. is the thing that they did to Scotland, sort of. They were like, "Well, look, Mary, you did a good job and you did a lot of fighting and stuff, but we are going to hold you captive now. You have royal blood, so we're going to take your son from you and we're going to raise him here to be English. But don't worry about it; we will eventually chop off your head and make him watch, <laughs> which is just fucking great. Like, I just think that's. That's just so English. Mate, like that's perfectly English. Do you know the battle that um do you know the battle of Langside, which was between um Mary Queen of Scots and King James the Sixth? I'm actually on the ground of it right now. Um, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna talk about it, um, about Mary Queen of Scots as well. because uh, I've just I never really learned about it because the Battle of Langside was everything all the streets around here are, are named mostly after stuff like that. And you can actually I'm looking at the the map of it now. It's literally like where I'm where the flat is. It's quite cool. You can see the hill where they, and you can see them where they kind of went across um, from, I think, where she ended up in Dumbarton. Um, I don't know, I read this earlier on, but it was quite quite interesting. Because her, her husband was also um, not uh, inclined to, to be with ladies, but he positioned himself to be with her so that he could, like, get a position of power. Um, and she didn't really care about that. She just wanted to, like, she needed a son to secure her position. Was, was um, that her third husband? I think that was her, I think that might have been her second husband. Because she had the one that was murdered, the King of France. Yeah. She was a child. She was a child when she was married off to him, I think. Yeah, well, she, they, she actually escaped Scotland um, because they were planning to marry him off to Edward VI when she was four. Um, but then she seems went seems young seems to yeah. tad young right? yeah yeah that's uh, <laughs> some uh, some fucked up shit um, yeah. I mean so but then she was sent to France where in, in 1558 she married the future Francis II um, but uh, he was was he murdered or he died died in the battle yeah he yeah. died in battle uh, um, 
So yes, you had to escape to France. <laughs> I'm too high to do this right now. Can you take over? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Henry, Henry the Henry the uh, was the youngest king of England, and he was born. He got the crown at eight months, which which is a seems a bit young. Like, but this is the thing about divine into like divine rule. They're like, well, this bloodline is the bloodline that has control over tax rates and taxations. And unfortunately, the, the God has decided this eight-month-old baby is your fucking person to like deal with the waste and whether or not we should go to war with things. I don't know. Like, obviously, they had like regents and stuff, and they just put babies on the kick. Babies are fairly easy to sway to do things. <laughs> boy. So like they just be like, well, boy king, you're the king, but obviously I'm the king because I'm the regent. Like, it's just like it, it, it just like oh, the only other thing they could do, I suppose, is just like put several plans of whether or not they go to war on the floor with several different like candied sweets and just let the baby go. <laughs> if you really thought that God was letting him choose, you know he'll choose the right one. <laughs> just be like, you have to decide which tax rate to do and just put his favorite toys on each one, whichever toy he picks up, done. But no, they, they had a region. <laughs> See, like back in the day, and like when it was all kings and queens, and you had to kind of do their bidding and stuff like that. And you, what what kind of job do you think you would have, like in the fifteen hundreds? Oh, the, the, there's like one who does the like who takes them to the toilet, and it's called the cha- is a chambermaid. I'd be a chambermaid. <laughs> I'd, I'd want to be a. I'd want to be a jester, but as we've discussed in a previous podcast, they all had quite severe deformities and basically were just people they wheeled out to laugh at. So I'll probably go for chambermaid. What about you? Well, I'm sure you could have been like a, some kind of entertainer. You know what I mean? No, and, and, uh, and it's too risky. They always have a little band when they're playing like a... Did, 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 like a oh, yeah, I could, oh, a minstrel. I could be a solid minstrel, yeah. <laughs> a lutist. Um, I'd be whatever, um, like, I'd be whatever, uh, like Guy Fawkes was up until he got his like little thing as well. I'd, I'd be, I'd be one of the gunpowder pot people for sure, because it's just like, even if you weren't like massively, I mean, like, not actually like Guy Fawkes because he was doing it for Catholics because uh, of like the Catholic war and stuff, and like was trying to put like a ruling class back on by killing the government. So yeah, he was actually a bit of a prick, but you've got to respect anybody who just spent like. Because that weren't a, that weren't a thing that you do in an afternoon. It's a lot of gunpowder he put under there. He did that for fucking ages, and he was like, "I'm really gonna blow this the fuck up. I'm gonna blow this all up." Because I'd like to do. There's another thing as well. It's like um, as you, you look at some of the defenses of the castles, they used to heat up metal, right, and then pump the liquid metal out from like the little dragon's mouth bit, all these little tunnelways and shit, and it would land on people or hot oil or hot fat. So they'd like cut up the cows and heat the fat and they'd pour it on people. And it basically, as the siege happens, they were burning people with like oil and metal. I'd be one of them because that's fucking great. <laughs> that's a horrible, spiteful thing to do to someone. Because you could be an arrow guy, but that takes some skill. You could be it's a berserker. Like, like loads of, you want to be Bukaki. I want to be From the top of a fucking wall in a fortress. <laughs> The burning but they call it but here comes Craig, the burning Bukakia. <laughs> many a many a man have fallen beneath his slovenly load. <laughs> oh fuck man. That's good. Should we should we call it there? Yeah, <laughs> yeah it sounds good. <laughs> That was fucking great, man. Cheers for listening, guys. Uh, go and subscribe to our YouTube channel, which this is going to go on, and uh, also Spotify and iTunes, and, and tell your friends, share it about uh, if you enjoyed it. I enjoyed it tonight. It's a little, little bit of a late recording, half ten it is now. I'm yeah, I was going to say, like, uh, at this ever. point in the day, but thanks for, yeah. for bearing with us. There's usually a lot, like, there's usually slightly more Bukaki talk than this. Like, <laughs> if we were on it, if we were like, he's he's a little high, I'm a little tired, like, we, we would we would have doubled the amount of loads that you guys would be receiving. <laughs> well,